Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals to Hyatt, Zalara, Riviera Maya in Mexico and enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Welcome into the lounge presented by DraftKings. A somber day here at M&T Bank Stadium as the Ravens fell to the Kansas City Chiefs 17-10 in the AFC Championship in a result that none of us predicted here today. Obviously a brutal loss for the Ravens who I think we all felt were a team of destiny going to the Super Bowl and just fell short in one of their most uh, frustrating offensive performances of the year. Yeah, I mean, I'd say it's the worst offensive performance of the year. And I thought that the, the quote that resonated me with me in the locker room and talking with players was from actually from Ronnie Stanley. And he said, you can be the better team, but you have to be the better team on game day. And I felt like that's how I'm looking at this. I don't think the Ravens played their best game. They did a lot of things that were uncharacteristic of them. We'll get into all of that. And as a result, the Chiefs, who have been there, done that, showed that they were up to the challenge. And I think that that, and if I were to sum it up and distill it into one reason as to why, we could talk about the football things. Mm-hmm. But to me, the Chiefs' familiarity and comfort in this situation honestly made the difference. Yep, I totally agree with that. Six straight trips to the AFC Championship for the Chiefs, and it showed. It was the Ravens' first uh, during the Lamar Jackson era. And, you know, they... they uh, they, the Chiefs didn't beat themselves, and the Ravens did. The Ravens had three turnovers. That was pretty much the story of the game. They ended up with more total yards than the Chiefs, more yards per play than the Chiefs, but they had three turnovers, and the Chiefs had zero. The Ravens had penalties that cost them, just you know, unnecessary penalties that cost them. The Chiefs made the big plays in the most critical situations when yeah. it mattered. Countless yep. third downs, fourth downs that they converted, especially in the first half of this game. That made the difference, and and the Ravens did not in many of those instances, and that's what it comes down to at the end of the day, and that's that's how you lose to a team that I agree with you. I think the Ravens are better than them. If if this game had gone five quarters, I think the Ravens could have won. Uh-huh. The defense had settled in. The offense was was starting to move the ball certainly a lot better than they did in the first half, but you ran out of time. Yeah, they ran out of time, and they also wasted away key situations turnovers basically both two turnovers in the end zone that's a, that's the recipe to lose a game and i think that you know we talked all, during the week it's like okay i like the ravens in all these different ways but what is it that scares you about the chiefs and what what scared mm-hmm. me and i think a lot of people about the chiefs it's the been there done that factor and it's the patrick mahomes travis kelsey duo who both of those guys are future hall of famers they're generational type players 
Travis Kelsey might be the best tight end who's ever played the game. Patrick Mahomes is building up quite a resume uh, that put him puts himself amongst the best quarterbacks to ever play the game. He has now been to the Super Bowl four times in his six seasons as a starter. He That's has already crazy. won two ring, won two rings. He's already won two MVPs. So I think that like this is a player who showed once again today that he plays his best in the biggest moments. And like I think that your point about situations is one that I totally agree with. Like when there was key situations in this game, even at the very end of the game, where it would have kind of been a miracle, taking a prayer, but at the end of the game, right before that two minute warning, it's third down. They need to make a play. And third and long. Third and long. Third yep. and long in that situation. And Mahomes drops back and delivers a pass to Marquez Valdez Scantling, who hadn't done anything all day. Just and floats making, one out and yep, runs Ends under. up making the big play and game over. Like, yep. In every situation along the way, he came up with plays like that. We went 30 of 39. Right? He missed nine passes and threw it 30 times. Uh, and the Ravens held him to 241 yards and one touchdown, but he was surgical. Yeah. They got the ball out of his hand fast early in this game, got him into a little bit of, of a rhythm, and then he and Travis Kelsey made ridiculous plays. I mean, Travis Kelsey caught 11 balls for 116 yards and a yeah. touchdown. Travis Kelsey was a monster. Broke Jerry Rice's record uh-huh. for most catches in a postseason. I mean, it was the Mahomes-Kelsey show yep. in the first half. That's what it was. And and the Ravens, you know, just didn't have... And it, it wasn't... We talked a lot about the matchup with Kyle Hamilton and Travis Kelsey. It wasn't just that. There were a lot of... As we predicted, it wasn't going to be a one-on-one matchup throughout the game. He made a ridiculous back shoulder touchdown grab. Kyle Hamilton was blanketed on him. He was all over him. Made that ridiculous play. The third down where Mahomes had like 10 seconds to throw and lobs one up and he, it's backyard football. Kelsey makes a diving catch in the first half. You know, just those two guys are two of the best football players in the world. They were definitely motivated going into this game, I think, hearing how everybody was picking the Ravens, hearing from the Ravens defense and how good the Ravens defense was. Definitely poked two bears that are, are ultra-intense competitors, and they went out there and balled. Well, I thought Kelsey honestly showed that from early, in the, even honestly before the game started. He's going through warm-ups, and he tosses Justin Tucker's helmet and, and, uh, and footballs out of the end zone where Patrick Mahomes was warming up. And, like... You know, I didn't like that, but I think that like that t- that type of stuff was the way that Kelsey wants to kind of set a tone and a message of the type of game that he wants to play. He was chippy, and this was a chippy game, honestly, before it even started. Yep. And you know, the Chiefs, Kelsey's great, and like he hasn't he hasn't been up to his normal standard this year, but like when the moment was big, and that's kind of like how this game went. Like it's not like the, the Chiefs put up 17 points, okay? This wasn't like right. you know, they, they weren't scoring every single time if, they put the they got the ball, but when they needed a big play in a big moment, they got it just about every time. Yep. Well, after their first they had two touchdown drives to start the game. They scored three points after that. Yep. And no points in the second half. Exactly. And that's like one of the things that's so disappointing is like, man, the defense settled in and was playing great. Like, we thought that. I, well, if you say you're going to hold the Chiefs to under 20 points, you're going to hold the Chiefs to 17, you probably say you're going to win that game. So let's get into it here. The offense had a, a brutal outing. And what was it that caused that? I mean, certainly we talked about the turnovers. I mean, you had you were a half a yard away from a touchdown. Zay Flowers gets the ball punched out of his arms as he's reaching for the, the end zone. That was a backbreaker. And then you go down and, and Lamar throws the interception, the triple coverage, double backbreaker, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's the ball game, yeah. really. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And and what's especially painful for the Ravens is this is all too familiar. You, last year, goal line fumble uh-huh. t- as Tyler Huntley's trying to go in. 
2020 Bills interception on the goal line. Yeah. As you're trying to go in and, and tie that game up. Mm-hmm. It, it's 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 brutal. There's no other way to put it to put it. And you feel so bad for Zay Flowers who have made some really big plays in this game. Yeah, I mean, Zay, Zay had a kind of a historic day. You know, he has five catches, 115 yards, and a touchdown, and was a half yard away from another touchdown. Yeah. Like, it would have been, there was potential for this to be, wow, Zay, the, if, if, and the guy made a great play on that ball to poke it out. I do think that, you know, Zay had two hands on it. He <clears> did reach for it. It's, it's always risky. It's risky when you're reaching for the end zone. And I understand you're right there and you have a chance to score a touchdown. That would have been a huge play in the game. So it's it's a bang bang play, and the and the Chiefs made it. But you know that I felt so bad for Zay because he was. You could see the emotion from him during the game and after the game about how badly he felt about that moment. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he's a guy that uh, definitely wears his emotions on his sleeve. You know, and and happy go lucky guy and cares so much about it, so passionate about the game and his teammates and all that stuff that you just feel for the rookie. Obviously, you know, cameras caught him on the sideline. He was distraught. And mm-hmm. understandably, I mean, it's an AFC championship game. You've worked so hard to get here, you know, and and that's it's just a brutal pill to swallow. I'm I'm really getting tired of of defenders in the AFC championships just happen to get their hand in exactly the the right slash wrong spot for the Ravens. Yeah. Right, I mean, golly, oh, Lee. You're talking about you talking about to, Lee Evans. Lee oh. Evans got the ball in his hand. The guy defender, like right on the ball, just mm-hmm. just throws an arm in there, right on the ball. Yeah. That was what this play was. I mean, that wasn't like just the hand. He's just going to make a hit, and his hand just goes right on the ball. Yeah, it's just. I mean, he was he was going for the ball. So the guy made a great play. Like he was he was going for the ball, and Zay was trying to make a play right at the goal line, and it's it's really tough. I mean, the the tricky thing too is. You know, honestly, before that point, the Ravens had put themselves in this hole where they're down two scores, and they just really couldn't climb out. The offense early in the game was really out of sorts. They opened the game. They get the ball first. M&T Bay Stadium was as electric as I've ever seen it. It was awesome. And then the Ravens get the ball first, three and out. Chiefs come down to score a touchdown. And, like, the, the bank was still loud all game long, but it lets a little bit of air out when, when that's how the game opens. Mm-hmm. And, 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 like, the offense just early in this game was – they had the big play to Zay, but it was not like it was moving the ball with any level of consistency in the first half. Yeah, the the, the offense was definitely disjointed. I mean, the 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 touchdown, the big play to Zay, the broken plays, broken really play. broken play. So the, the offense didn't really get into any rhythm throughout this game. They didn't run the ball much at all or effectively at all. Sixteen I mean, for eighty-one yards was the final stat line on rushing. I mean, most of that was Lamar, fifty-four yards. I mean, the running backs had twenty-seven yards. Not even the running backs. Sorry, with four of those the running backs, Gus Edwards and Justice Hill had 23 yards rushing, and they ran the ball six times. Yeah, so the Ravens did not run the ball much at all. They were missing their starting nose tackle, and they were down Willie Gay, an inside linebacker. I'm not sure why exactly the Ravens didn't run the ball more. You know, it wasn't like they were getting blown out in this game. They had to abandon the run for clock reasons. I'm not sure why Lamar Jackson didn't run the ball more. You know, the, the Chiefs play a lot of man coverage which puts their eyes more on the defensive back than on Lamar. I'd have to watch the tape. I, I was also surprised that they didn't get the tight ends more involved, especially early, early in this game. Isaiah likely had three targets, and Mark Andrews had two. You know, they combined for 31 receiving yards. I'm not sure. I, it's hard to know without really watching the tape what the, Ra- what the Chiefs were doing that was taking the Ravens' offense out of sorts. But it just... 
it surprised me because the things that I expected them, the ways that I expected them attack, to attack the Chiefs' defense, they didn't do at all. Yeah, yeah, totally. And and then like once they got, and it was really in the second half, those two drives, the Zay Flowers fumbled the goal line, and then the the bad interception that Lamar threw to Isaiah Likely. You know, you have these two opportunities there, and they they were spoiled. And it was kind of a game where there were some long drives in this game. You know, and it's like. Your their drives then become limited, and then like every possession, basically like it, you're down two scores in the fourth quarter, and it's like okay, you, you don't have there's 11 minutes left, but like it's been a kind of a plotting game, and you need to you need to go with urgency, and you need to capitalize here, and it just felt like the Ravens were just they were trying to climb out of a hole all game long, mm-hmm. and I, I do think that led to like pressing to some extent, and like. Mm-hmm. What does that look like? I thought Lamar's throw does likely was maybe him trying to press. Like it was three guys there. Mm-hmm. You know, he basically there was there, there was three guys there, so he underthrew it a little bit to. to he hope. said he saw Tampa two and he wanted to give Likely a chance. Yeah, and he and he, he didn't want to throw it out of the back of the end zone, basically. So give him a chance. But there, it I mean, was, it he, was underthrown. It was underthrown, and he, he overthrew. Three. He overthrew too many deep balls. Right. I mean, you know, there were there were multiple shots to Odell Beckham Jr. down the sideline. There were shot Bateman and Lamar overthrew him. Uh-huh. You know, and then he underthrows that ball. I mean, that that it, if there was one one problem with Lamar's passing game this year, it was probably hitting those deep shots. You know, it just wasn't hitting them consistently enough. Now those are hard to hit. Right, there's a low percentage shots, but the Ravens kind of see, seem to need to attack the Chiefs, who are playing a lot of single high safety, and you need to take some shots. That they play single high safety, you basically have shots down the sideline. Yeah, and they kind of dared Lamar to, to hit those, and he didn't hit any. Yeah, and so then they're not going to open up defensively if you're not going to hit them. Well, that and uh, the, the, look, the Chiefs have a good defense. We said that coming into this game. Their defensive coordinator, Steve Spagnola, is a veteran defensive coach who's a really good coach. And he brought the heat on Lamar. You know, blitzed a good portion of this game. I think over 50%. Yeah, a lot of blitzing in this game. Which we expected. You know, they, they dialed it up at some times and the Ravens didn't have the answer. Yeah. Uh, ended up. They didn't really have the blitz beaters the way they did last week. You know, last week they blitzed 75% of the time. And in the second half, Lamar just ate, ate it up. Ate, yeah, tore, tore that, you know. Picked it apart. That wasn't the case. They they weren't able to hit the blitz beaters the way they were the previous week against Houston. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> yeah, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. The offense had its toughest day of the year at the worst time. And and now this is a good Chiefs defense. They're ranked second in the league in, in points allowed per game, right behind the Ravens defense. Um, but they were missing some some key players, and the Ravens didn't capitalize. Um, and so. That's it. That's that's all she wrote. That's you know. That's how the cookie crumbles. And when when you kind of fall flat like that against a good team, uh, it's hard to climb out of it, especially when you turn the ball over. You know, they they eventually kind of started to climb out of it. You right when you got momentum, but then you, you have the turnovers. Yeah, they climbed out of it, but they never actually punched it in. Like I, I agree with you. Like I felt like if this game was five quarters, it was like okay, they just needed more time and then they were trying to force things because they were up against it from a time standpoint and I felt like they may have been able to overcome it mm-hmm. but like, but 
maybe not because you at the end of the day, like you have to score. And they weren't able to score a touchdown outside of that one broken play to Zay Flowers in the first half, which was great. And honestly, after that play to Zay, I kind of felt like after the touchdown to Zay, yeah. it was like, okay. Tied the game at 7-7. Seven. Seven, seven, the bank was let's rocking go. again. Got some early game nerves out of it. Now let's just go to work. And then it never really happened. And that was like one of the things that was so disappointing. They went right back down and scored a touchdown to, to go up 14-7. Yep. And, you know, the, the defense... Credit to the D. They did They did settle in for sure. And it was, like John Harbaugh said after the game, it was a defensive slugfest. That's really what this game boiled down to. And and the Ravens offense was on the doorstep and just couldn't, couldn't make it happen. All right, let's take a quick break, and then we'll wrap up our thoughts here from the Ravens' AFC Championship loss. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. We're coming to you from the SeatGeek studio. We want to give a shout out to our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, which is an official sports betting partner of the Baltimore Ravens. They have a limited time offer running that you don't want to miss. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Use the promo code FLOCK. If you're a new user, you can get a deposit bonus up to $1,000 using that promo code FLOCK. You need to be physically present in Maryland to play and at least 21 years or older. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. So some other notes uh, from this game, you know, the defense did settle in. I, I, I agree with you on that. And a, a big piece of that, somebody who was awesome all week, all year, was Kyle Hamilton. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he had a stretch there, four straight plays. Uh, he was the guy. Fourth down stop. Then he goes, blows up a wide receiver screen, deep ball down the field, covers that, blitzes Pat Mahomes, gets a throwaway. I mean, four straight plays, and the whole world saw, golly, this Kyle Hamilton dude is a monster. Yeah. Yeah. So it was disappointing that, you know, (laughs) when you have like some, that's the thing that's, I just feel you could, you could apply this to a bunch of different guys, him included. When you have like these, some guys making these plays on the stage and to have it, and the way it does, like, it doesn't matter. It's like, look, Kyle Hamilton made some great plays, but, like, who cares? Because it, it, at the end of the day, it, it, it didn't matter. The other thing I want to hit is, you know, there's – and this is often the case when, when you lose a game. There were some complaints from Ravens fans about the refs and some missed calls, particularly from uh, P. 
PI holding standpoint, like the Isaiah likely, you know, one where they ended up kicking the field goal by Justin Tucker, uh, could have called that. Gene Steratore said on the broadcast that that was a holding that should have been called. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, do, what do you make of of any of the of the ref conversation? You, you, you potentially maybe could have called the whole the pass interference on the interception. You know, it wasn't the guy mm-hmm. who made the interception, but Isaiah likely did get hit in the back of the end zone while the interception was basically happening. I think the defender went out for the ball. The defender's got a right. Well, that to, defender to go, went out right. for the ball, but it was the other guy that basically, that basically tackled him in yeah, the end zone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit here and blame the refs for the Ravens loss. I'm sorry. I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't put stock into that whole narrative of, you know, the people who said they, they wanted uh Taylor Swift in the Super Bowl. I'm not, I'm just <laughs> not going to do that. And you know, the Kyle Van Noy 15 yard penalty, both teams were chirping at each other back and forth the entire game. You know, Van Noy definitely bumped him. You can't do that. But there's a lot of that going on. I thought that was kind of, you know, that could go either way. He kind of headbutted him. It's like, yeah, I mean, do that, that? it's not, it's, it's a veteran, you know, who, who, you can't do that. Right. Um, but whatever, there's a lot of that stuff going on this whole game. Zay Flowers got called for the taunting, ended up not really mattering, but you know, you can't do that either. You know, that's, 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 that was not the best play. And so the Ravens had eight penalties for 95 yards. Chiefs three for 30. Yeah, I, I, I don't blame the refs. I don't. I mean, I know that they were, I bring it up just because I know there was talk about it, some chatter about it. Could they have called the the likely holding? That's one that, yes, yeah. it probably could have been called. Would it have made a difference? We'll never know. The Ravens still needed to get in the end zone there, yeah. or they still could have ended up kicking a field goal in that situation. In some ways, it saved them time. I, you know, I don't I don't know what would have happened. Okay? Yeah, I'm sorry. You, you turn the ball over three times and you go three of 11 on third down. I'm going to blame that. Yeah, and, and like <laughs> – you know the, the the those penalties. Some they were just uncharacteristic. You know, like you know Zay on the taunting. Like that's not something that he has been doing. You know, consistently all year dropping the ball on guys. Yeah, you can't um, drop the ball on guys. And you know, Van Noy, veteran player. Like, just don't put yourself in that situation where you get one of those earlier this year. I know, and it was bad. You yeah. know, it's like it's it's that's bad. Like you, and you're, and that I mean, Kelsey, like, Kelsey was baiting him the whole game. Kelsey was. I mean, there was, there was bad. There was bad. Oh, I, totally. I'm not saying that to excuse him. I mean, they were there was. There was bad blood from the start of this game. Yeah. Kelsey was baiting him. Kelsey was in people's faces. They were. They were. It, it's a shame it didn't go both ways because it was not one sided talk on the Ravens' part in this game. No, but I, there was one headbutt. You know that right. was the thing. Van right. Noy came in, and I think that like, and I don't. I'm not. I'm not going to put a hundred percent of that because Van Noy has been in this situation. He's yeah. played in championship games, but like the Chiefs seem to like they just they wanted to be the antagonist. It seemed to me, having been in this situation, <laughs> it just adds another layer of of pressure, I guess. And they seemed to do that throughout the game, and that was one of a handful of examples. Yeah, I mean the the Ravens and Roquan Smith and this defense talk their talk all week long, all season long. And we've talked about it all year. How hey, that's been awesome. Like that's been the identity of this Ravens defense. And you know, head up, chest out. Yeah. And we we've talked about that's this is just how it's been. And they haven't backed down from anyone. And guess what? the Chiefs didn't back down today. Like this was this is different than you you have a rookie last week uh-huh. that with the Texans who you have all the false starts, you have all the penalties, the you know, Pat Mahomes has been here, done that. Yeah. He did not seem phased. No false starts. No false starts. He did not seem phased. He did not seem bothered. He did not he was not out of sorts. He was calm, cool, collected, and was surgical out there. That was the difference. The Ravens, the Ravens were not calm, cool, and collected in this game. They yeah. just weren't. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, I, experience matters. And hey, hopefully the Ravens get to the point where they're back in the AFC Championship next year and the year after that and all, the year after that, right? And they get that experience. But until you do it, it, you know, you don't have the experience. Yeah. And so, and it's hard to do. Like, like Roquan Smith said, like, we'll be back, but it's a process. Yeah. You know, like we've yeah, all talked about yeah. it. It's, it's been a special team. You're going to lose pieces of this team. You don't know if you're going to lose a coordinators or what. You're going to lose players for sure. And uh, it's hard to get back here, but the Ravens have Lamar Jackson. They have Roquan Smith. They're going to have a lot of pieces. They have Kyle Hamilton, who was arguably the best player on the field for the Ravens today. He's going to be back. And so, you know, it, it, it's, it looks like a high mountain right now to climb. And it's, and I don't know. I don't want to give the whole, you know, <laughs> pump up year. speech, pump up speech when you're trying to, to shake off a loss. But this stuff happens, right? It happened in 2011, right? They came back and won 2012 when they didn't have as good a team. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know if you know this, but Super Bowl is back in New Orleans next year. <laughs> waiting for that. No, I, it, look, it's, it's, I guess my, you know, final thoughts, it, it's a really disappointing end to, in a lot of ways, a magical season. Yep. I thought this was a team that had everything moving in the right direction and falling into place. I really felt like it, everything was kind of falling into place for this team. Odell Beckham Jr. said it after the game, he felt like this was Lamar's year. And I, and I agree with him. I felt like that was the case, that the Ravens were at least going to get to the Super Bowl. And that's, I think, the tone that was in Baltimore all week. And so I think that there's definitely an element of, of shock that, that kind of sets in after a game like this. I yep. um, thought the Ravens were the better team throughout the season, but the Chiefs were the better team today. And yep. that's how it works in the playoffs. And so it's a it's a really bitter end to a great season for the Ravens. Absolutely. Well, thanks for sticking with us, everybody. The lounge will keep rolling. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll probably have locker clean out tomorrow, I would assume. And more reaction, more sad reaction from players uh, to come. Lots of breakdown from us and tons to talk about still as we go into the offseason. Tough way to finish, Ravens fans. Thanks for listening. And we'll be back with you this week. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.